0: Eh, I'll take it. Welcome back to Book and Bottle, the podcast show for readers and editors alike. Each episode I Kalisa attempt to explain one high fiction. This one is not fantasy, but usually we do fantasy book.
1: Well, I highly attempt to guess the plot and derail the conversation.
0: While drinking, drinking, of of course, course. I'm going to try my best to go from beginning to end of this book, including all the details I deem necessary and can remember.
1: So if you plan to read this book yourself, major spoilers ahead the longer you listen.
0: And fair warning, this podcast is for mature audiences only.
1: This includes swearing, sexual content, and occasionally triggering topics.
0: So feel free to sit back and relax with your favorite cocktail or mocktail and jump into a world far cooler than ours for the next hour.
1: And if you're feeling a little wild, we created a drinking game to level up the start of your weekend.
0: If you'd like to play, feel free to take a shot or a sip anytime I'm unsure of a detail or anytime Holly stumbles through reading a quote from the book. But please drink responsibly.
1: And you can head over to our YouTube channel to watch this podcast in video format.
0: In today's episode, we are going to be talking about... Dun, 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 dun. Hunting at of wine last last book we haunted her now we're hunting her her. uh so before we jump in a few housekeeping items this is the second book of the series so uh if you haven't seen the first one we recommend starting there logically number two this is an, an incredibly sick and twisted book it's um it has a lot of triggering content uh, which we will be reading the content, uh, the the trigger warnings. And, um, as the author so brilliantly puts it, your mental health matters. If, if this is not something you want to hear, this is not the episode for you. Um, this book was worse than the last one. A hundred percent. This was, this was a lot. Oh boy. Yeah. So, um, judgment-free zone you gotta do what works for you and if this isn't the episode to listen to that's that's fine um item number three if you are related to me in any sort of fashion turn away this is not the episode for you I just need to say that as well um I think that covers everything Holly what are you wearing what are you drinking
1: well i repeat from last episode i really liked it and i was lazy and i was like i'll just put it on again oh, lisa works. kindly lent me a necklace but i was never really a choker galley so i just it just it just my neck wasn't impaired so i was like a took it <laughs> but it was really kind of her to offer um just drinking water because it's three o'clock in the afternoon yeah and we had some fun last night so we're we're hydrating
0: how about you uh yes i am wearing my red brocade corset uh love her she's my favorite she's so comfy
1: brocade that makes so much more sense what did you say brocade
0: brocade my red brocade
1: i mean i've never heard anyone say it ever so that was just my brain decided that's how
0: Uh, that was how my brain said it so well never know
1: no yours sounds nicer
0: okay 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 took me back to the snooker (laughs) snooker moment um (laughs) And last what? night, I did go to Party, si- or party City. Well, Spirit, So, same thing. The Party City for Halloween time. Um, it's only September 14th, and our spirit store is already open. So the I one got by her
1: is open. one some, by me is not open.
0: Some nice jewelry, because in this book, uh, Adeline becomes the diamond. Um, terrible thing to take inspiration from, being honest. Uh, oh, boy. And yeah, I'm also drinking water as well because we do what's best for us. We had way too much fun last night. We had all the fun I'm running out like a couple hours of sleep, so have fun, have fun with this. <sighs> all right, Holly, what happened in the last book? Okay, thank you so much
1: for asking. So we meet our main character, Adeline. She is an author she finds out that her grandma had some secret letters hidden in her wall and the grandma was stalked or great grandma I guess great grandma mm-hmm. was stalked but fell in love with her stalker great great grandma's had a lot going on she had the stalker that she was in love with she had a husband and then she had a uh, what we call him a friend no what, That's not what we called him oh Someone that likes you from a distance but that doesn't stalk you. Admirer. Admirer. And an admirer named Frank. Yeah. Ronaldo the stalker, John the husband, Frank the Admirer. Yeah. Gigi had a lot going on. Um, so that is related because Adeline gets herself a stalker. She's just so lucky she also gets a stalker. Keeping starts a little i i did read not like read read the book but read some some scenes gets a little wild the stalker just kind of inserts himself in her life and chops off a man's kills him or just chops off his hands
0: well he chops off his hands first and then he kills him and then he kills his whole yeah. family too yep
1: um a man that took her home because he didn't like that, so chops off his hands, kills out all of them, and starts showing up at her home and doing things to her that technically aren't consensual. So that's a lot, and there's a lot going on. I'm not going to get into the details. You can listen to the episode if you'd like to know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, but she ends up kind of falling for him, he although he's a stalker and sort of a bad guy in his personal life and his professional life he tracks down sex traffickers and murders them to get them out of the world which like if we were ever going to condone murder sex trafficker murder is pretty good one so he's like kind of a good person so that makes our our conscience pretty conflicted because like He's not making the best choices with our our gal, Adeline. But, like, he's actually doing good stuff. So, morally gray. Um, The best. The best flavor. And then he knows a guy that knows Frank, Gigi's admirer. So, she's trying to get info about that. They go to his party. He's part of this sex trafficking cult. We find out that our sweet Adeline has been marked for the taking, to whatever degree that means, and um, she gets taken. That's where the book ends. She's taken. So we we know Stalker Boy isn't gonna like this, and he's gonna have to fix this because he loves her. His name's Zade, which I'm not super thrilled about, but it's not my book, I guess. Fair fair so and we're gonna hear more about this crazy clown named sybil or sibby who stabs people a lot and i'm very excited to hear the rest of her story
0: oh yes so good job Thank you. it <laughs> helps that we just filmed
1: this two days ago so fair it's still fair. pretty fresh that was
0: like three weeks ago
1: <laughs> right two days that ago actually does feel like that last year <laughs> i've never heard that about that book oh yeah
0: right <laughs> um Yeah, so the first book ends with um, Zayd getting set up. Bomb goes off. Oh right, yeah.
1: He's a sex. He's technically he's pretending to be a sexual predator, and he shows up to one of their culty meetings. And there's a child that they need to sacrifice. So he's like, "I'll do it," because he wants to save the child. (gasps) And I forgot when he was also pretending to be a sexual predator earlier in the book there's a little girl up for like the bidding and the taking and she's like five years old so he bids on her to like save her life and saves her but she's like he's like where are your mommy and daddy and she's like i don't know and he's like well, we'll find them." and she's like but if we don't can you be my daddy and he was like maybe maybe so this could get really cute
0: maybe maybe baby my name is sarah so, if you could do the honors and turn to, Ooh, the, yeah. to the beginning to read our good old trigger warning. And then there might be another page behind it um, that's kind of like a dedication to the reader. Like a little note to the reader. It might be before, but it might be after. Laptop. That course. was very loud.
1: Wait, I like her um, note mm-hmm. to herself. It says, to my anxiety, because you really tried me on this one and I kicked your ass anyway. I like that. Okay. Important note. As some of you may know, the first book in this duet, Haunting Adeline, was banned due to the warnings, but it is so necessary to have one. These are also available on my website. This book contains very dark triggering situations such as graphic rape. These scenes are detailed, so please proceed with caution. There's also graphic violence and gore, torture, Sexual assault, kidnapping, psychological abuse, physical abuse, mental abuse, explicit sexual situations, human trafficking, slave trade, grooming, severe PTSD, and very particular kinks such as blood play, knife play, degradation, and somnophilia. This book is significantly darker than the first. Please take these warnings seriously. Your mental health
0: matters. And turn one more page. Right, you did say that. (laughs)
1: author's note if you're expecting a quick reunion then this book isn't for you don't worry there's not any less spice
0: yeah so i read that and i was like the chokehold this book had on me i read the first like two to three hundred pages in one morning i physically could not work because my brain was like you need to know what happens and I was I was going to revolt. This is the first book where I was like there's no way we're getting a happy ending. Like there's no happy ending to yeah, this story. It's
1: just going to be bad.
0: So, you ready to jump in? I guess. What's the safe word?
1: Pistachio.
0: Pistachio. All right. So, Addie wakes up in immense pain. She's still in the back of the van. Right. Uh, she probably like dislocated her shoulders. They when he pulled her uh out of the car. Uh, whoever took her her back was all scratched up with glass and everything yeah. um but she pretends to stay asleep and uh is listening to them talk and she realizes that the society had in fact hired these men to come and catch her um and they nice. mentioned that she's going to be a diamond worth millions why we're gonna find out
1: she's not a virgin
0: so uh she passes back out, or I think they knock her back out with more drugs, and she wakes up to a doctor.
1: <laughs> I like snorted oinks the most
0: sound. Um she wakes up in a really sketchy room, uh, and a, a doctor fixes her up. She has to get stitches in her back and she's had a concussion and all that. And then she um again gets drugged and passes back out. <gasps> okay Do not so back with uh Zayd and jay who just got uh well zade just got my blown oh, right. up um and he's he's not doing too well he was he was really close to explosion they see claire williams who is mark's wife the one that right. got abused standing right. there um she set her husband up she she stole his mouse and she's gonna make him watch her with her new master so Claire, Wait,
1: what or did you just say to me
0: <laughs> <laughs> she stole a mouse she stole his mouse because he called her little mouse that was his little mouse like addy is his little mouse so claire stole claire stole Addie. his mouse yeah addy and she's gonna make him watch her with her new master so Claire was the one, in fact, that set it all up.
1: Wait, Claire, why?
0: She said that Mark, her husband, was too dumb to figure out that she's, in fact, the one in charge of the society and the one with all the connections pulling the strings. Claire, and she she's the big bad guy.
1: Well, color me surprised.
0: So they take uh, Jay and Zayd in a van, and. Ooh. <laughs> We get a lot more, we get a lot more Jay in this book who like, he doesn't do field work. He's not meant to be out in there. So the little like voice, uh, they have uh, like earpieces that are voice automated. So if you say uh, the special word, which I don't know if it's like message or something like that, um, it'll turn it on automatically and transmit. So his Zayd's doesn't work. Right. And Jay catches on to what he's doing and but he's not obvious about it at all. He's like I need to send a message or whatever, whatever the word is. Yeah. Um but that does trigger and his tracker goes off and the team is able to swoop in and save them. Right. So they are in fact rescued and he's taken to a hospital because he's like bleeding out. He probably has some internal injury like he's not doing well. Right. And his team finds out on the black web that Addie is being sold for twelve million dollars. I just
1: don't understand why—not in a rude way. Um,
0: yeah, I agree with you. Well, I, think I just
1: they, from all the creepy sex trafficking movies. Like well, yeah, she's not stuff. a minor. It's like when you're young and you're a virgin, that's when yeah. you go for the highest price, right? Because you're like untouched.
0: Exactly. Exactly. But like you're just an I adult. Think, I think. I think the price comes from. Her being like these, oh yeah, like you get his pet. So that's that's that, that took me a second to realize. I think that's what it is. Got it. Um. So he goes in this range. Well,
1: if people know who he is, then how is he sneaking into these trafficking rings?
0: Well, they. If... It's Claire that put it together, and then she was the one that leaked that second video oh. to get. Okay Z in there, and she All yeah, right. put that together. Fine. So um, he goes on this rampage in the hospital to the point where like cops almost get involved, but luckily, he has a really nice nurse that kind of is able to talk him off of the ledge. yeah, and he ends up passing out for five days due to his back injury and he's just out and like yeah, needs that's a to lot heal of days. Um, so Addie is woken up, and the doctor is like, come I can help you but we have to be quick like come on and he unties her and he's trying to like rush her out and all of a sudden she's like I don't I don't, I don't think I should go with you uh because he is trying to take her he like he let something slip of like oh I'll take good care of you with with me or whatever <laughs> and she's like,
1: like it sounds like oh, we're going from one bad scenario actually to yeah
0: not good so, um, she, she tries to kind of stall and he kind of sees what she's doing. She manages to grab, um, a knife from like, I think all the operating stuff and slices him, but misses a little bit. So he starts strangling her ah. until all of a sudden his head gets bashed in by one of the guys. Uh, his name is Rio who he was one of the ones that stole her and like to the point where like his uh, the doctor's brain matter was like on her Mm -hmm. this book is very graphic
1: love it (laughs) loving it um
0: so rio does let her shower but under his supervision obviously so she's like trying to maintain what dignity she can and he does mention that she will want to impress francesca oh So, in the last book, uh, in between most of the chapters, we had Gigi writing uh, letters in her kind of, like, journal. So, in this book, Molly, a girl named Molly, is writing letters, and it's mentioning, uh, it's dated back to 2008, and that she really wants to get back to her sister, Layla. That's kind of all we know at this point. Molly, okay. So she addy gets taken to a house in the middle of nowhere and she's literally like dragged in yet again there's the good old cocaine on the countertops and like mysterious blood stains and um a guy walks in with a girl over his shoulder and she has this like crazed grin on her face um she has tried to escape um no (laughs) and obviously he caught her yeah and they rio mentions that francesca works for the society and she'll be there soon in a little bit Hmm. if you could please turn to page 69 i believe it's a, (laughs) a letter if you could read it
1: june 14 2008 the culling is today francesca has not only been preparing us to become goddamn sex slaves obedient little whores for the rapists she's also been preparing us for today where we get hunted like little birds, flying away just to be shot down. Boom! Just like that. Best fucking part? We get punished for it. The whole fucking thing is designed for failure. Be a good little girl, open wide, baby, spread those legs. How flexible is she? Let's see if you can touch your toes. Fucking sick assholes, all of them. I hope they fuck up and accidentally kill me when they hit me. I'll be glad for it. Molly yeah did she find this trip dr- is is adeline reading this or we're just reading this as we're just writer? reading this okay. right now yep
0: thanks uh so zade wakes up and he uh goes back home obviously yeah he is going on a dark dark path that he has lost his little mouse he repeatedly punches his mirror and grabs a shard and cuts a rose into his chest like on on his that's heart dramatic um and so some of the backstory that i didn't mention was the scar on his face was from uh one of his first encounters when he got involved in in the work that he does and it's um a reminder of his failure and that like he's never gonna fail again so uh-huh. that's kind of he's paying uh homage, homage to he lost and he's not gonna forget this again.
1: I I read the description of him. Yeah. Really have no idea what I feel like he looks like. It said like black hair that's like long enough you can run your fingers through. yeah and, like the eyes and the scar. I'm like, I don't even know who you kind of look but, like. <laughs> yeah,
0: I don't I don't know. Um intense. So he goes and finds Max, um, who was one of Archie's friends, one that he had uh threatened. And grabs him, starts torturing him. Right. He cuts in between the webbing and all of his fingers. (gasps) Effective, but woof. Max explains that since uh, Z killed his dad, he had Addie taken. So that was kind of their... um, Tit for top. Yeah. And he's like, what the fuck are you talking about? And he's like... Like, did you have proof of this? And he's like, well, it was just a guy in, like, a hood. And he said, you know, you said it was he killed my dad on video. And he's like... I didn't kill your dad, dude. No. So the society had set that up, killed his dad, triggering their, like, little uh, agreement. So Max turned Addie in, basically. Whoopsies. Uh, So he... Zayd literally cuts off his dick and shoots ah! it in his mouth. And then he's like, I'll I'll come back for you. So he goes to Daya. He realizes he hasn't heard from her. Right. And like, you know, he's been stuck in the hospital and dealing with Addie. She's been stuck with Luke, who is also part of the friend group. Right. And when he gets there, um, she's like tied up in the chair and she like ha- fall follow- was has fallen over so he goes in and saves her Kay. luke's just been holding her captive oh luke come um, on luke's such a plain name
1: yeah you can't be a bat. well luke nope luke skywalker is good i think right um, um
0: i don't
1: know. star wars like that yeah, I don't know. okay sorry back to you
0: they're same thing they're torturing him and he's literally like ham hammering a nail into his arm i gonna get a jacket <laughs>
1: I'm like cold, but not that cold. But cold enough that I just like something on my shoulders. I'm going to turn I into my like mother really quick.
0: Something on my shoulders. <laughs> okay, sorry. Um, he's like hammering. hammering a nail into his arm. Who is? Zade is hammering a nail into Luke's arm, and oh, it's like Luke's arm. it's so it's so long. It's already gone through the wood or whatever, and uh. like, but the way uh the author writes it, it's like extremely sexual, it- like. It's kind of like, you know, like this incessant pounding and he's oh. like sweating and all that. Interesting. And like, it, it, it was incessant. Well,
1: I bet he is turned on by torture. Probably um,
0: Um, Daya steps in and delivers the the killing blow to Luke. Oh, good. So, uh, meanwhile, uh, Francesca shows up and she's very upset that her diamond is damaged goods. She's like... She has scars on her back. I can't sell that. Like, what do you what do you mean? And instructs them to keep her drugged for a full week before her lessons start. Oh my god, that's a long time. She gets implanted with a chip in the back of her neck. So 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 if she runs, they know where she is. And she gets a barcode tattooed on her wrist. Not great. And she gets drugged. She's kind of thankful for it that she's just like out of it yeah and doesn't really have to deal with what's going on but good old rio is like this calm is a down. bummer
1: because there's a show and there's a guy named rio on the show and he's real hot oh not yeah this rio can't be
0: hot <laughs> but
1: this rio feels bad
0: but not great um rio is like i i would uh be careful what you wish for princess because what who's to say what happens to you well, when you're um first of all don't threaten me she wakes up in the middle of the night and sees like and i I don't know if it's like a hole in the wall or something but she thinks she sees someone runs away um and this is like this is an old just dirty disgusting house and so like all the floorboards are really creaky and she's already mentioning how like eventually she's gonna have to learn like where to step if she's gonna try to sneak around um but she finds a loose floorboard and digs around in there and she finds a notebook Molly's. oh yeah so she's woken up and she meets sydney the girlie that's just batshit crazy right civvy level crazy and it's just like there's something very off about her i think this is the scene where she like because francesca uh they're starting instructions. Uh she's kind of told to like look put together. And so she was like trying to do her hair and like uh Sydney's like I can do it. Um but it's just like not not great. She's like she's worried that she's gonna like rip her hair out or something. It's very unsettling. So they go down to what's called the pretty room which has like you know all the lingerie, all these vanities with makeup and everything and francesca immediately just starts like yelling at them um one girl has moles and like you know how moles sometimes grow like the extra hair or whatever She's like i told you to cut it off and so she calls in rocco which is another of the guys um and has him literally start to cut it off like the mole off of her face I feel like that's counterproductive. Well, so Addy steps in. Why you would speak up at that point, I don't know. Yeah, but uh, she steps in and she's like, "Yeah, isn't that like like you're damaging? Why your are goods. you damaging your yeah. goods?
1: Like you knew she had a mole when you stole her, so don't steal girls with moles if you don't like girls with moles."
0: Right. So first, speaking up, Rocco throws her on the ground, rapes her. She's bleeding. And they take her back to the room to fix up her stitches.
1: This also feels counterproductive because if you're trying to sell a product, why are you damaging said product?
0: Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. So uh, after that, um, she's pretty shaken and she starts reading Molly's diary. And it just ends one day and she never knows What What happened happened to her? She was talking about finding a way to escape. She's gonna meet Molly. She didn't want to write it down because she She was worried. Yeah. Uh so Rio comes in and and patches up her back yet again, saying that, you know, her sexy mouth won't do her any favors. And um, she's forced to go back downstairs and they are starting to train for the culling. This is
1: A weird thought, but i I feel like half the appeal for any of these scenarios is the fact that like the girl or the person is fighting it and doesn't want to be in the situation, and I think that makes the bad people like it, yeah, more because like you're resisting right? I'm never ideally, I'm never in the situation, so I never find out. But yeah. I do wonder if, like you play the gate like you're like, yeah, take me, like I want pick me yeah pick me yeah like you let like you pretend to right like if that fucks with the fact like the thrill right. has to be that yeah. i'm resisting you and yeah. I'm fighting you and you're like forcing me into this anyway right so it's like what happens when i like act like i like it right. Like i feel like that loses some of the mm-hmm. thrill for the creepers
0: well and that's part of like what you said why why would you damage the goods more well, yeah it's like this but it's starting to kind of condition them to get ready for like well, you know, sure, she can't, Francesca can't sell girls that are just going to like fight back off themselves or something, yeah. you know, because there's, it's not easy to get out once you're in. Um, so it kind of starts to condition them of like, these are all the terrible things that are going to happen. And if you can deal with it here, you're going to deal with it, it everywhere. With the next person. Meanwhile, Jay has been working on tracking the van. He was able to find like a couple street cameras and stuff. Um, He tracks it to just outside of Portland. Uh So they're in Seattle, all the way down in Portland. They show up uh, finding a dead body, the doctor.
1: Oh, boy.
0: And a set of female footprints, but absolutely no one's there. So Jay hacks into the cameras to see what went down and watches it. However, there's no cameras outside, so they can't find the vehicle that they left in. So the trail kind of goes cold. That's better um Zaid who's losing his shit yeah. ties the doctor in this like bedsheet rope and hangs him outside of the window and then sets the whole house on fire to send his little message of like I'm on your trail, tra- trail. um and that's another one too is that quite a few people like involved in it like they're all worried about Z coming to come get his diamond and like
1: you did pick the wrong person to fuck like i know obviously clearly claire thinks she's smarter than everyone right but it's like you really did pick like the worst person to piss off yeah
0: yeah so they are getting trained for the culling so that is where um men who pay the price get to shoot at them with legit bow and arrows um, and, while they run, and so she's actually doing really good. She knows that it takes about 17 seconds to reload before they can shoot again, oh. so she knows that that's when she can run and hide. She's doing good until Sydney trips her oh. and she gets shot in the leg. But they're using like dull oh, okay. tipped arrows, so it doesn't go in.
1: Also, Sydney, why are you tripping me?
0: And she realized that Sydney's position is threatened since. Uh, for some reason, Sydney wants to stay at the house. She doesn't want to get oh, auctioned sold. off and sold. Um, and because
1: she's in love with one of the guys.
0: Because um, because Addie's there. Francesca is really big on like it looks bad if I cannot sell all my girls, and we're gonna like get rid of all of you guys, basically. One house. One one day, Sydney breaks all of Francesca's heels and um that's one thing is that francesca is always like very put together has like a lot of designer clothes and stuff like that and they say that they can always hear where she's at in the house because you can hear the heels so like the the nice thing is she cannot sneak up on you yeah um sydney breaks all of francesca's heels and blames addy for it oh and francesca is so enraged and wants to maintain that control that she grabs the shoe Shoves it inside of Addie and then lets all of the men in the house take their turns with her. and she just lays there and takes it, obviously as well as you can. um, and that's that's what I meant by like this was hard to read, but also, I'm like, I can't not figure out like I need happens. to know what happens, yeah.
1: A shoe inside of my vagina. Yep. yep, yep, I mean, obviously, all the men are disgusting and terrible, but also
0: look a shoe. And that's another point that they mentioned too is that um, part of why Francesca lets the men do what they need with the women is it kind of keeps them happy, keeps them in line with what, you know, is going on. So Jay manages to track down um, four men who are in uh, the black market organ trade. And uh, oh, Oh,
1: this world is so.
0: Who know the doctor? Because he went through all of his um, old footage and found uh, them bringing people in and stuff like that. Um, If you can, please turn to page one hundred and sixty-six. We get a nice little view of Jay's personality.
1: Was it going to be a little crazy? A
0: little silly goose.
1: He's interesting looking with sharp features, long hair that seems to always be tied up, pale gray-green eyes, little stubble, light stubble, and a nose piercing. Type of face woman would fall to their knees for. The other three certainly aren't hurting for pussy either, though they're all incredibly different from each other. Definitely not real brothers, though. I'm sure they act like it. You'll get along with them great, Jay says over my shoulder. You are all in a business where being obscure is key. Yet each one of you stands out like lollipops among moldy bread. Very lickable lollipops, too. Yeah, whatever. I didn't ask to be beautiful. <laughs> Very lickable lollipops.
0: Very lickable lollipops.
1: Let's start saying that. We're gonna start saying that.
0: Yeah. In the uh, wise words of Lil Wayne. Oh, like a lollipop.
1: Well, Wayne did it first.
0: Sure did. He'd he be looking the lollipop. <laughs> he does. Um. So he finds out who their mom is and goes to the mom's house in order to get to them. Mm-hmm. And at first, she's like, "Why are you involving me?" And she kind of holds her own. Eye- um she warns him of like do you know what you're getting yourself into um and they come over by the time by the time the four men come over he's like sitting on the couch eating the cookie calling her mama like um and so they're like we got some stuff going on meet us in four hours at da da address pausing on that it is officially the morning of the calling Sydney ends up getting locked in the cellar for a full day when Ad, Addie finally makes Francesca realize that it wasn't her that did the yeah. shoe thing. And plot twist they, for once, are actually being hunted at night, oh. not during the day. If you could please turn to page 184. Yes. Unfortunately, the men get night vision goggles, which no, is extremely is... unfair.
1: This is like the purge. All right, ladies, Francesca starts. Let's go over the rules briefly. You will be given a 10-minute head start. You are required to stay within the maze. If caught going outside of them, it will result in immediate death. They will shoot to kill, not shoot to maim. At the end of the maze, there is an open area. If you reach this location, you are immediately deemed safe. And no harm will come to you. I don't know if I believe that, but okay. If you are still within the maze but have not been shot and the allotted hour depletes, you are also deemed safe and no harm will come to you. Is that understood? None of us speak, and our lack of protest is answer enough. How is it said from the Hunger Games? May the odds be ever in your favor? A male cuts in and it sounds like Xavier. A round of laughter follows. The bad joke but before my lack of self-control could get me in trouble he calls out run we take off sprinting through the woods carefully wary of traps traps strings will be tightened between two objects at foot level and if tripped will be strung up easy for the picking walls of branches are piled high on either side of us makeshift barriers to confine us in a maze not only is it redirecting our focus onto getting out rather than staying hidden, but it's also meant to disorient us and incite panic. And fuck, does it work? Okay, this is my issue with, well, obviously a lot of issues, but main issue main at the issue. moment. How do you feel like a skillful hunter if your rats are in a booby-trapped maze? Like, I just feel like...
0: Well, because they're not skilled. That's... You know what? They're, they're paying all this money to be able to hunt down women. Like... Right. Little dick energy. <laughs> so...
1: sure. fair. Not that you should be hunting women at all, but no, if you're going to do, do it, that. why would you... I don't know. It just seems...
0: Yeah, fishing in a barrel yeah like Like, of course you're
1: going to catch them because you set them up to fail it's
0: the carnival game to them (laughs) like so um, So do
1: it to it. right give them them arrows too so they can fight back
0: so uh, she actually manages to tie some branches to her with she wore a belt specifically for that so she gets some branches that cover her tracks being a smart lady however phoebe one of the other girls finds her and grabs her and is too scared and it's like like take me with you um so each man i think there's five men and five women each man specifically picks one female okay um
1: so so other men other men can't shoot at your lady no oh that's nice at least
0: yeah so then you technically only have one person after you one-on-one um what are the rules so, on
1: hurting the man are you allowed to hurt the man i'm sure not but
0: yeah
1: no. <laughs> if he slips up what if he gets booby trapped right oh so, my god i love that idea him getting caught in the trap because they're dumb sorry
0: oh my god just wait <laughs> so uh, <laughs> okay so um Addie addy makes phoebe run in front of her covering her tracks and they run um Phoebe's man catches up quite quickly Mm -mm. and finds she also I think has like bright orange hair which I know it's like dark but it does not help things Uh, as they're as they're going Phoebe gets shot Uh and um the man who's chasing her is Ben so Phoebe takes off uh and tells Addie to go so she actually ends up saving Addie thankfully um but she kind of lingers and as Ben comes to Get his prize, gets up at a booby trap, drops his bow and arrow, she grabs it and shoots him, killing him.
1: Stop it! I just predicted this. Well, I just wished for it. I guess I didn't.
0: But Xavier is the one who is going after Addie and sees that happen. So uh, Xavier shoots Phoebe again. So now she's been shot twice.
1: Phoebes.
0: Addie manages to make it through, and the horn goes off at the end of the hour, and everyone starts to make their way back. Um, they're cleaning up Phoebe's wounds, and um, Bethany has also been shot. She got a spine uh, an arrow to the spine. Oh, God, that's bad. Uh, so they're going to get punished because they were caught. The rest of the girls are technically Same. okay. Um, well, do and- the men
1: still get you, or you
0: won this round and um we'll get to that so uh as as francesca is so kind to her girls she's like you guys did great for not getting caught you guys can get a treat what would you like from mcdonald's
1: she has a heart
0: um so they eat their McDonald's, which they actually, they don't give them a lot of food as well because men, and I love that the author specifically writes that, like, fuck beauty standards. They're, like, kept slim. Um, so they are forced to get ready to mingle. She's in this, like, tiny little dress. And um, Sydney intentionally trying to get to Addie once again was going on Sydney, about how, off. you know, well, if if Z saved all of us, Addie, I'd, I'd let him fuck me. And Addie turns around, slams her down, choking her, and she is threatens her. And she's like, look, like, do not fuck with me. <laughs> and Francesca walks in, sees it. She kind she lets it happen. She's not gonna fuck with her diamond this time. Which makes Sydney even more mad. Right. <laughs> so Pausing on that, Zayd meets two of the brothers, um, and he's like, look, if you help me out, I will give you an IOU for any favors cashed in at a future date, and he's like, you guys are in the trade, like, I'm sure you're going to need something at some point, Um, which they're a bit hesitant, because they're like, why would you help someone that, like, you're trying to to stop in a way? He's not focused. He's not focused on the organ trade yet, though. So, right. So they they end up taking him to their house where the two other brothers are. One of the brothers has a pet, oh, like a human that has a collar and a leash, and she's just hanging out on all fours, just they're doing their thing. Right. Uh, and we get more of their backstory that um they're also weirdly kind of good guys where they um, basically assist with suicides. So people who don't want to die, they help them die with dignity and then they take their organs and sell it. Um, that way they can make enough money to also help out when they can with people who maybe don't make transplant lists or can't afford to make a trans uh, can't afford transplants and stuff like that for people who genuinely need them. Wow. So again not terrible people <laughs> they do try to take out men in the skin trade what what they call it Ew. when they can but that. they're like we're only four guys and if we you know fuck that up we can't continue to do what oh, we're doing God. obviously um and I, I, at one point in this scene when he's, like, trying to negotiate or whatever. And he's, like, he's, like, do you, ha- do you have a piece of paper? He, like, finds a piece of paper, just grabs it, helps himself. And he writes, I owe you. And he's, like, here you go.
1: This is official. And the
0: guy, the guy, like, tears it up or whatever. And he makes this snide comment of, like, that's a hot commodity. So, I would not do that if I were you.
1: <laughs> You're going to wish you hadn't done that.
0: So, um, Xavier finds Addie again. And uh, he's getting real handsy taunting about z and and so he knows exactly who who she is. And Rio steps in and is like, "I need to change your dressings," and takes her to the bathroom. I feel
1: like Rio might be helpful later,
0: and he finally admits that uh, he does have a sister, and uh, um if he plays by the rules and does what he needs to do, Um they won't basically they won't sell her if he's compliant. So that's why he's kind of forced, forced into this. Um, and she mentions she mentions how um even he was being really rude to her and he's like, I couldn't be nice to you in front of other people. He I mean he doesn't say it with these words, obviously, but he's like, I couldn't be nice to you in front of them because like God forbid they use me as your weakness. Yeah, you know. They drag in Bethany and Phoebe from the Red Room. They've been back in a different room for the night and basically uh, men got to have their allotted time slots to go in and do whatever they wanted to them uh, which includes a lot of blood. They're basically on the brink of death mm. and Francesca turns and tells the girls to take them out back and them and bury them. Oh my god so um they give them rocks to finish off the girls and um sydney loves it she's so excited for this part
1: why can't sydney be one of them (laughs) throws her rock
0: (laughs) um but the two other girls end up stepping in and taking care of finishing off bethany um, Addie goes to Phoebe and she's like crying and holding her and was like, You are the bravest person I know. Like, thank you for helping me. And kills her. It's a very sad scene. If we had more time, I would have made you read it. Yeah, but so um, sad. pretty, pretty sad. It's
1: giving me brew
0: from the Hunger Games. So we fast forward to two months later. Oh, wow. Addie is losing it. she is not doing well she's lost all of her fight and just kind of mentally starts tucking herself away like dissociating so she can't she's not feeling what's happening anymore um Xavier basically Xavier is the one that is planning to purchase her so since she's technically spoken for um rather than being sold or like auctioned um Francesca does let him visit her. I think once every few weeks or once a week or whatever. Um, the problem is, is that he really likes to slice her up, but the problem is he wants her to enjoy it. Um,
1: it's confusing demand.
0: Yes, exactly. So she has like cuts all That'll over. You, every I time, like it. It's not even weird for Rio to see her naked because she just lays there in her bed afterwards, so he can clean her up another power move Francesca starts pitting the girls against each other great um so by the end of it like they all just hate each other like they can't even work together because it's you know Francesca and the other girls have been auctioned off so it is only her and Sydney left in the house Rio cleans her up yet again and um says that he hopes her life will be short for the sake of her. He Aww. sees that he sees that she's fading and basically gi- giving up. Yeah. Um, she is set to be auctioned in three weeks, but like we said, it's it's known that Xavier is yeah. gonna be the highest bidder, so it's it's technically fixed.
1: I'm confused why this is being like drawn out so long. Like, if you have somebody that's buying you, why is this taking so long? Not That's that
0: I want her point. to be sold, but like, yeah, I just like, yeah. why are we? <laughs> good question. You have a bidder. Good question. We'll let him so Zade is at an auction, and um, they all get these like booths with like one-way glass, so you can see out, but you can't see in. It kind of you can control the transparency. So glass? Yep. Yep. Thank you. <laughs> uh, he buys every single girl.
1: Oh wait. Zaid.
0: Zaid. yes I, was like,
1: I totally lost the plot for a second
0: and once he gets all the girls out hands them over to ruby he ties up every man who's in a booth and kills them broadcasting the whole thing onto the dark web
1: amazing
0: so in the limo he asks about uh addy and Two of the girls from the house are actually there, and they're like, "Oh, we know her." Convenient. They mentioned that she's alive, um, and that the the drive to, the drive from the house to the auction house, it was no, it's the, she's no more than an hour away. It okay. wasn't a long drive. They didn't get drugged, um, and that she's been promised to Xavier. Claire,
1: I'm excited.
0: Pays a visit to Addie. At the house to announce that z is on a killing spree so yes, instead of going to an auction she will actually be sold privately yep. in three days yep so that's where they brought it up sydney um tries so to attack Addie in the middle of the night. Sydney, stop being a bitch. Knowing about the journal, so it actually switches. Addie starts writing in the journal when she can.
1: Oh.
0: And so, because Sydney saw it, she knows about the journal and knows that she's going to try to escape and all that. So Addie does what she has to do. He manages to get on top of Sydney stabs her to death with good. a pen like multiple times. just goes at it
1: good i mean traumatic yeah. but good
0: rio comes in and um helps her out he's like what are you gonna do and she's like well i'm gonna escape there's this um she oh when they had done the culling she ended up finding a um railroad track with an abandoned oh, car cart and she's like if i follow the railroad tracks uh, gonna i'm gonna get somewhere eventually and so she's like, All I'm right. going to make it out there. And he's like, there's guards around the house. And she's like, uh, okay. <laughs> and so he's like, um, I will, I'll help you. But, or I think Addie proposes the deal. She's like, what's the name of your sister? If you help me out, I'm, I'll make sure that she gets help. Is and, the sister being held somewhere or just? Yeah, somewhere separate. Okay. Yeah, yeah, at a different house. Um and so she starts to sneak out. She goes to the kitchen. I think everyone's like passed out on drugs, whatever. Um, drugs, <laughs> drugs, drugs. And she goes and grabs uh, like some water bottles and stuff like that. Puts it in a plastic bag. One of the water bottles falls out. The guy wakes up,
1: drugs obviously.
0: That so she kills him as well, and starts. Oh, she's just a little murderer now. Starts running. True to his word, by the time she gets outside, all of the guards outside are dead as well.
1: Oh my God, Rio!
0: Rio's disappeared. Um. So, meanwhile, Zayd starts looking into. um, For the
1: record, it's his fault that she got stolen.
0: Just saying. We will discuss that.
1: (laughs) Well, at this juncture, that's how I feel. Maybe
0: I'll learn some new information at this juncture. Zayd looks into the, the, they're searching on on their cameras and everything. He's looking into the railroad tracks and ends up finding um, a house that's under the name Rocco. And, Somebody's and, named
1: Rocco already. Huh? Somebody's name was Rocco.
0: Yeah, yeah. one of the guys. Uh, and so he calls uh, Jillian, one of the girls that had escaped the house, and was like, um, Look at this house. She's like, That's it. That's where we're being held. So she confirms, he goes to, um, he, him, Daya, and like a whole team go to to plan to storm the house. Jay's looking via a drone to keep the eyes out, and he's like, 30 men are out and searching, and he's like, that's my Addie, something happened, they're looking for her. And they they find the railroad track, and he's like, she's smart, she would have gone to the railroad track, and so they split up. Um, I think him and Daya go one way. Ruby and I think Michael was the name of his other guy. That's so shit. Go opposite ways. And so they split up. Flashing back to Addie. She's running. Um, she's being chased. And she keeps falling. And finally she, oh God,
1: Addie, pull she jumps
0: into one of the abandoned train carts and just passes out. Well, that's she,
1: not helpful
0: when she wakes up there's like a squirrel in there and she's like talking to the squirrel oh
1: no she's lost
0: and so. i'm like oh she's gone she's how gone. did they not
1: find her in there that i don't, I don't that know that feels dumb
0: yeah i don't know i don't know but um oh. she so she names one of the squirrels may oh no <laughs> and she's like oh my gosh another squirrel and she starts to hear voices, Uh-oh. and by all luck, whose head pops into the cart I roll Zade I roll he's found her
1: and well this... I mean once you gotta, you just hear a voice talking to themselves,
0: right, and this is where this is where I was like, okay, I can be done reading for today at twenty two chapters because <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I can't leave I, I can't know, not, a quick read. not know yeah. what's what's happening to her, yeah. He he gets gets her out, obviously.
1: I'm still mad that the people hunting her didn't find her in this cart. Yeah. I mean, not that I wanted her to be taken back, but like right. why wouldn't she have checked the cars?
0: Whatever. I don't know. I don't know how far she made it from the house, but um so it's it's killing Zayde inside that she's so traumatized. She won't let him touch her, obviously, yeah. and she has all these crazy nightmares. Um, he sets up a lot of security around her house and um, also calls a therapist to come and visit her. Oh. Francesca and Rocco were never found. They weren't there. They jumped ship. Um, but it it takes some time. Slowly, she's starting to warm up. She finally learns that uh, his last name is Meadows. She said Meadows. And Ooh. that he's a Virgo. She's like, I didn't know these things about you. And they are too busy playing hide and seek in the beginning.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I still, I was just thinking about that. I don't think I like the little mouse bit. Like,
0: don't I love mouse. it. I don't oh my gosh. A <laughs> Not a mouse. So. Fucking uh, adding... tiger. <laughs> okay. Calm down, kitty cat. <laughs> Addie is slowly coming back to life. Um, she eventually asks Zaid to drive her to the doctor. She's uh, terrified to drive. She won't because the last time she drove, she got in that accident. True. So uh, he drives her to the doctor so she can get tested. Um, there's a big relief when we find out that she isn't pregnant. I One was- thing is, Francesca was very adamant about the men wearing condoms. Oh. When they raped the women, because um, don't damn it, don't ruin my, don't spoil my prize, don't spoil them. Um, and afterwards they go get some some ice cream and and she they like she kind of contemplates happiness, like what right, like can I be happy after this? Zayd takes her to his um, and I quote: I
1: wanted like a rampage murder,
0: safe compound place, right classic uh which is a he's bought a lot of land that's in like a no-fly zone so nobody can go over it's like heavily guarded and everything Mm. where he uh if if women don't have families to go back to or any anything to go back to they get to go stay there okay um and he like he the the therapist that he had visit addie works there with the women um and children and he has people come and like teach them trades and stuff so if they want to start a new life like he's helping them out they're not yeah. stuck there uh so she meets katarina
1: oh pretty name
0: uh who was rio's sister <gasps> rio's sister yep so they got they got uh they got her out and she actually was missing an eye I think she had an eye taken out which was one of the like bargaining tools for Rio to comply and she also mentions that he was Francesca's favorite which he was also being abused sexually oh Rio so she also meets Sarah Sarah which is the little girl. Sarah. Um, but she's like, I can't agree to a kid just yet. Right. She's like, I have some feeling to, like, heal to do probably. very mature for her. Um, and she also goes and gets her own little rose tattoo to cover up the oh. barcode. Oh. Oh my
1: god, did they get the chip out of her?
0: Oh, yeah, that was part of it. Um, Rio cut Cut the chip out before she ran for it. Gross. So, um, her and Daya talk about how she's still having issues with physical touch. Um, Zayd Burstyn has Sibby, <laughs> she had escaped from the mental hospital that she was restrained in. Oh, and Sibi. he felt because she took the fall for their murders, he felt like he owed her. Yeah. Um, and so. Zade is like, I'm not, gonna, I'm not gonna impede on your space. She's gonna stay back at my place. And Addie was like, no, like you can stay here. Her and her henchmen who are completely invisible. <laughs> they're not really there. But... Well, um, she
1: should get along great with her since she was talking to squirrels.
0: They're, uh, they're working on tra- tracking everyone down. Uh, Sibby has loud, loud sex with her henchmen all over the place in the house what? and they're like
1: do we really want all of this to happen stop it that's
0: amazing um so they co- cook up a little plan they managed to find claire's lawyer and so they um let sibby go and implant a drive at Claire's lawyers where if he plugs it in it'll spread a virus to try to eventually track her because they have to be in contact somehow um unfortunately and and it's so they're him and Addie are in the car while she goes to the lawyer's office while it's closed and uh it's just clear she doesn't know a lot about what's what's going on um, I don't know exactly when you get her backstory it's at some point um, but we find out that Sibby basically comes from a um, cult where she had you know daddy who was daddy to all like 100 oh, plus of them and um, yeah so she's just not mentally there yeah. but um, I think she was the one that killed him in the end then it like it was in they mentioned that it was in the news that you know all these cult people like just didn't know how the real world world functioned yeah. and just weren't doing too well so um unfortunately someone bumps into her and recognize her and calls the cops so <gasps> a cop chase starts sibby gets back to the car they go um, unfortunately, because Miss Addie loves danger, she starts getting turned on. No, if you could turn, turn to page three eighty-two.
1: Oh, Addie, not the time. She shifts again, rubbing her thighs together and making throaty little noises. God damn it, Addie, baby. I say, glancing her way. Yeah, she croaks, her wide eyes locked onto the road. I'm going to need you to stop. I'm going to need you to stop. I'm going. (laughs) I feel like I'm reading it right, but my brain doesn't (laughs) believe it. I'm going to need you to stop distracting me. Her mouth parts and she meets my flickering gaze, half of my attention on the road and the other half on my girl. I'm not doing anything, she insists, yet her flushed cheeks and hard nipples. (laughs) <laughs> say otherwise sibby pops her head through the seat swiveling her head back and forth between us my henchmen are already uncomfortable back here as it is she says giving us an evil eye if you're going to be doing dirty things make sure all of us could join in <laughs> she's crazy i love it wait nope i read that already addy covers her red face oh my god sibby first off we're not doing anything secondly even if we were you would not be joining us Sibby appears affronted by that news as I take another sharp turn. Jay tells me to turn left a second later, sending the car careening to the side again. Well, that's not very nice, Sibby remarks. Sibby, not everyone likes to have group sex like you. (laughs) I bite out in disbelief that we're having this conversation right now. Her head whips to me, her brown eyes wide. Really? Why? It's so much fun. (laughs) my god, Sibby's wild
0: yep 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 so they end up making it back to her her house and he parks under the cover of all the trees and everything um and the cops did not follow he lost them and they tell subby to go in the house
1: and they do it in the car
0: she well no because she's going through a lot still right like she hasn't even let him touch her but she turned on so she lights a cigarette and he smokes and she's like you have until this burns out to touch me and she like gets on his lap um so the kiss very passionately the cigarette burns out and she gets that's out fun. she's like bye that's enough <laughs> so it's a start yeah zade finds rick which was yet another one of the men involved and kills him good they have a hit that Rio bought a ticket to Greece, so he's planning to jump jump the country.
1: Does he have a sister?
0: No, but he's just on the run because he knows Zaid's gonna come Zayd's gonna kill them all.
1: Well Rio helped her.
0: Yeah, but he still is part of the big reason she got there in the first place.
1: Zaid's the reason she got there in the first place. I stand by that till I get any information. Okay. All right. Well, so- Rio literally helped her escape. If Zayn kills Rio, I'm actually going to be mad. Okay. Is he going to kill Rio? I guess we'll see. Oh my God. Oh
0: my. Oh my. So, Claire. Did Rio rape her? No.
1: Okay. See? We're fine. <laughs> if he raped her, then he could kill her.
0: Claire is hiding out on some island across the I'm about club. to be
1: so mad fine
0: i'm letting it go for now Addie and zade go to um they find uh rocco and francesca so dia is also helping track them down and she finally gets a hit on the facial recognition software um and software. find francesca and rocco so um i didn't mention but rocco uh like is tacos? francesca's uh brother Ew. so they're they're related Nasty. they work together um, they're in a like a dirty little motel. Basically have no money. Blew most of it. Um, and so Addie knocks on the door. They're like in a screaming match. And she's like housekeeping. <laughs> and um, they finally open the door. Their faces are priceless seeing Addie stand there. She stabs Francesca oh, God, with um, a pen. Uh, oh, anesthesia. Anesthesia makes her pass out. Um, and they also get Rocco. They're both passed out. Um, and Zayd. Zade's right behind her, but he like lets his, and he he's also been training Addy. So she's right, like quite, quite in shape now. Um, so he's right behind her, but he's like, damn, it's sexy when my woman leaves. He's probably so hard. <laughs> and um, And so she knocks them out and then she looks at him and she's like, well, I'll leave you to it. Like getting to get them in the car, and walks
1: out. I've done all I needed to do.
0: Um, so they also have a hit that uh Xavier is flying to LA for this uh event party.
1: <laughs> he definitely needs to die.
0: So they hop on Zade's private jet. Right. Go to LA. Um, they go to this club and same thing. They have the um Earpieces. earpiece. So he's he he'll come in and, in a little bit, and she sees the dancers and is kind of distracted, and she's like, "Ooh, like that's kind of cool." And she's like, "Addy, baby, focus, <laughs> come on." Um, so she goes down to the playrooms, and uh, Xavier is there and walks up to her, but doesn't recognize her because she has a, a wig on.
1: Right, classic.
0: And she's struggling. She starts to feel the the PTSD, yeah. like even him by her. Like she she doesn't even speak at first. And he obviously that turns him on because he's like, oh, are you a little nervous? Like yeah, we can go if, if you're um if you're nervous, they have private rooms. And so she's like, OK. And so they go back to the private rooms. And one big thing about this club is that obviously for safety reasons, they are not lockable. Ooh. Uh, Zade's right behind her at this point um, but let's let's her and Xavier go into the room and she hears the lock click and so she starts to get nervous Zaid freaks the fuck out yeah. and he's like what did you say and so she starts fighting he pins her down and rips his belt off um, and finally Zade breaks in and almost kills him but she gets in front of the gun at the last minute and he it flips out he's like do not ever do that again uh he would never forgive himself if he accidentally shot her
1: yeah true
0: and cops come and she was like the door locked and you know whatever so um they uh managed to take him back so now they have xavier claire and or not claire xavier um francesca and rocco so back at the house her house um yet again she just loses it it's not she's not doing very well um and i think being exposed to xavier again just kind of brought it all back if you can please turn to page 438
1: mm-hmm. i move without thinking my hand wrapping around the gun tucked in the waistband of his jeans and yanking it out the second he realizes what i've done he backs it's away zade
0: <laughs> but took for context talking. yeah um, i saw you look down the page <laughs> like
1: the second he realizes what i've done he backs away raising his hands in surrender. I point the gun right at his fucking head and all I want to do is blow it off. All I want to see is his brain explode beneath the bullet because I'm not looking into the face of the man I love. I don't see him at all. All I see is a faceless man trying to take what he wants from me without my permission and I want him to fucking burn for it. Tears build in my eyes, my vision blurring. The gun is vibrating from how hard my hand trembles but he's Close enough that I'd strike true. Whether the bullet hits his head, his throat, or his eyes, I don't care. Little mouse, he whispers. I squeeze my eyes shut, forcing the sweet whisper out of my head. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to mix. I don't want it to mix with the other voices. So many of them. Fuck, you're so tight. You sure you've been fucked before? Shh, don't cry, Diamond. It'll only hurt for a second. I can't wait to hear you scream. Let me see that blood, baby. Show me how hard I tear you apart with my cock. You're no different, right? I bite out, my voice cracking. You've forced yourself on me before, remember? Taken from me, stolen from me. What makes you so different, huh? My eyes burn from the tears welling up, and within seconds they spill, running down my face. Do those memories keep you up at night? He asks, his voice soft. Do they torment you? He bares his teeth, his own ire flashing in his eyes. Do you think about my touch as nothing? Oh, whoops. Do you think about my touch as anything other than a fucking godsend? I do now. I shout, thrusting the gun at him. I suck in a sharp breath as sob as a sob crawls up my throat. He nods slowly, the anger dimming in his eyes. Deep down I know better. I know he's not angry with me. He's angry because he's helpless. Hopeless. A goddamn lost cause okay i was like I was like, <laughs> I was like there the is rest an of end, the right? chapter. <laughs> okay um a goddamn lost cause because i'll never be the same and he knows that but what he doesn't know is what that means for him for us the sob escapes but the rage persists slowly he steps towards me like approaching a scared animal with vicious teeth His eyes don't stray from mine as he advances, and I'm so close to slipping back into that paralyzing hold he has on me. And then he's right before me again, pressing his forehead into the barrel of the gun. Does this make you feel powerful, he murmurs. Another sob breaks free, but I don't lower the weapon. Does this make you feel alive again? I scowl, but can't muster the courage to respond. I can't articulate what it makes me feel. I just know that it makes me feel something. What you've forgotten is that the heart beating inside your chest isn't fucking yours, he snarls. It's mine. And if my heart has stopped working, then pull that trigger, little mouse. Kill the rest of me. I'm nothing if I'm not the reason you breathe. I break and screw my eyes shut against the flood of tears, but it's like putting a piece of paper over a bursting pipe. My face contorts as pure agony consumes me. I don't want to feel anymore. I choke out, barely getting the words out before a gut-wrenching sob burst past my lips. Let me fuck, Addie. Just let me fucking hold you. He bites, his voice breaking. He tears the gun from my grip and tosses it on the bed. And then I'm being swooped up into his arms, weightless as he lifts me up against his solid chest. I open my mouth and I scream. I scream and scream until my voice cracks beneath the pressure. Until I fear my throat will shred from the force. I want to crawl outside of my body so desperately just so I can escape this feeling. No, what I want is that gun back in my hand so I can turn it on myself. One last shout rips out of my throat, this one so full of pain that it brings zade to his knees. And finally, the pillar crumbles. The raw sound tapers off, fading into a hoarse, staccato cry. I suck in a deep breath, filling my lungs with oxygen that I don't want. That I'm too lost in my grief to scream like I want to. Zayd's hold tightens painfully, trembles, racking his body as he plans to me. He stuffs his face in my neck and he just listens, listens to his heart breaking inside my chest. Yep. I hope this made him feel a little bit bad about how he started things. <laughs>
0: I don't think a person like Zayd Meadows feels bad about things.
1: You know what? Checks out.
0: But so after she kind of just loses it, breaks apart, um, Zayd has her imagine um how she's powerful. So she's picturing holding a gun to Xavier's head mm-hmm. in her head, and he has her sit like in between his legs so. Her back is leaning, leaning back onto him and to keep that picture in her mind as he touches her and um, he finally, he gets her to, to uh, achieve completion and um, she, she wants more. She's ready. She's like, all right, let's do this. So they do a lot more uh, blood play slicing each other up um she she I think she bites like he has a rose that he didn't cut the thorns off of so I think she bites it or holds it with her mouth so she like cuts her lips or something and so he has her crawl on her knees to him and uh suck him off (laughs) and they talk about how like her blood mixes with the saliva and it was kind of like A turn on that his blood her blood was all over him and i'm like okay and so him being the ever loving encouragement is like look you were not their whore right she she he says you're not their whore you're their survivor you're my whore (laughs) because that that was taken again yeah exactly um so that that's an exciting little moment after that we find out that sibby has been uh torturing them she's like singing these s- songs and you know little lullabies just scaring the shit out of them um she's incredible and we she puts it together she finds out that um sydney and sibby came from the same cult so that's why sydney was just as crazy cuz she came from the same but
1: that's crazy um, Not fun crazy like sibby
0: also um Addie asks about Molly mm. to Francesca and Francesca mentions that Molly did in fact, fact escape she was the only one to escape since Addie. So to turn the tables they decide to do their own culling and they line up Rocco, Francesca and Xavier each uh and then so Addie gets Xavier Zaid gets Rocco and uh Siby gets Francesca. So oh, um Addie mentions the the rules and they're like if you run they have to run into the woods if they go to the driveway uh Zaid's men are there to stop it so you don't get like a quick escape. Yeah. And so they the the prisoners go go off and they chase them. Um, Are they bow
1: and arrows, or what do they have?
0: Yeah, bow and arrows. Love it. Same thing. Um, and so they they shoot down the prisoners, get them all together, and murder them all. It's great. Uh, Zade however gets really upset when Sibby decides to start playing frisbee with their body parts and he's like god damn it he's trying to pick them up and find them in the woods so there's no evidence hanging around I love her eventually he gets back to the house and finds Addie uh, looking at all of the scars all over her body from Xavier cutting her up and he shatters the mirror yet again he's breaking a lot of mirrors lately
1: really bad luck
0: And he lets her pick one and he cuts over it, removing basically Xavier's scar and replacing. So one by one, all of her cuts, he goes and cuts them open to replace Xavier's mark. So... Then they go into the shower and he gets her off yet again. And she's like, okay.
1: With all these open
0: wounds? <laughs> yeah, they love it. Ah,
1: it I turns, mean, like in the shower, that has to sting.
0: It turns, turns them on. That's the point. I mean, <laughs> oh, okay. not, not as bad as her whole body getting sliced back up. But, um. So she decides to yet again take control. This is one one area where... Zaid was waiting for Addy to realize she's the one that's had control the whole time. She didn't realize she had the power. She liked to run for, from him. That was their game. But now it's very much she's in control, um, especially due to the trauma. Um, she hasn't had sex yet mm-hmm. and is very hesitant. If you could turn to page 496.
1: Love to. She lifts, wait, she lifts up on her knees away from my pulsating cock. And just when I was getting ready to explode, instantly I'm overcome with frustration I've never felt in my life. I swear to fucking God, Adeline, if you don't sit back down right fucking now. She slaps her hand over my mouth and she might as well have stuck a lightning rod up my ass. I'm so goddamn shocked. <laughs> baby she whispers a light grin curling her lips fuck her she wins and she already knows this moving to wrap her hand around the base of my dick and point it upward all words die on my tongue completely forgotten as she gently lowers herself onto the tip is breach? wait until the tip is breaching her entrance her voice shakes as she says I'm in control Zade not you me she drops her hand, her eyes pinned to me, a raging fire so hot they look like liquid pools of whiskey. Great <laughs> ironic, times. <laughs> ironic. My fucking favorite. I clench my teeth, the fragile bones in my gums threatening to crumble as she lowers herself further until her tight heat consumes the tip of my cock. The side of my fist cracks into the tub, nearly unhinged from how incredible she feels. Fuck, Addy. Leaning forward, she plants both hands low on my hips, pressing down firmly. Her arms push her breasts together, and if we weren't so close to erupt oh, if I weren't so close to erupting, I'd have them between my teeth. Don't move, she sighs, breathless and raspy with desire. I can feel the flames shooting from my eyes as I glare at her. I'm hardened steel and could shatter diamonds across my dick yeah you could. good <gasps> but my control has always been non-existent with her this is the worst torture a man can endure yet i will gladly suffer through it if it means getting even an inch of her wrapped around me don't let that control slip from your fingers because if it does i will be responsible for every one of my actions i'll fuck you so deeply you'll be crying for me to stop and i won't add a You'll have to fucking kill me before that happens and I will die without a shred of remorse.
0: Oof. 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 Well, we're
1: back at it.
0: So, she only takes a little bit in but it's a start. Yeah. You know? Sloan study. Sloan study wins the race. The next day, um, the news mentions Xavier's disappearance um, and she addy gets quite nervous knowing that claire has a lot of connections that Mm. it would be very easy to publicly pin it on them yeah um however zade is like don't worry baby i gotcha he hacks into the news oh good and he's obviously has his face covered and it's uh his voice altered to announce that uh xavier is dead due to him trafficking and murdering girls and that Z is working to take down um, all of these people. Again, they get into this uh, conversation, not conversation, action. Zaid gives everything to Addie that she's always been in control. She just didn't know it yeah. and all of that. Um, so she, she handcuffs him to the bed. Yes, and okay, hops on top of him, ignoring her, ignoring him, telling her to uncuff him. Yeah, why would you? And finally, when she does, he slams her down so quick, and he cuts a rose into her. Oh God! Just like, just like he did himself. Himself. She, she wanted a matching one, and uh, they profess their their love for each other. that's beautiful little psychotic but beautiful yeah
1: there's somebody for everybody
0: so um that night addie is sleeping but zade feels like something is off so he has jay check in um on addie's parents and sure enough uh cameras pick up a forced entry so they immediately rush there uh addie takes lead to search the house there are two guys on the main level um and they get them down. Sibby's with them as well. So it's uh, her, Zayden, Sibby. Uh, there's also a sniper. They manage to... Uh, uh, Jay actually takes care of that one with a remote, like, explosion, whatever. Jay! And nothing um, Jay. there's nothing upstairs. So they realize that they have to go to um, Addy's, like, the basement. So... Sibby is getting really upset because she hasn't killed any of them yet. Addie got the first two or whatever. And Zayd, you know, helped. And Sibby's like, she's like starting to get tense. Yeah. And Zayd is like in his head. He's like, I, I hope for the sake, like she needs to get her kill. Yeah. And so uh, they go to the basement and there is one guy at the end of the, the hallway. There's, uh, they had refurbished it so there's like a couple rooms in there that aren't quite finished and so there's a guy at the end of the hallway Sibby so excited she starts singing her little lullaby dragging her sword against the wall Love it. and he like threatens um the guy threatens her to to stop moving so she takes off her shirt to distract him boom throws the knife or stabs him or whatever he's dead and um but two more men with guns uh, are have the guns trained on both of her parents, who are tied up oh. in one of the rooms. So Addie doing the only thing she can do because if they try to kill either of them, they'll shoot the parents before she can do anything. She turns the knife on herself oh. and is like, "If Claire like loses her diamond, this will all be for nothing." Type thing. There's um, still water. Claire's kind of been hiding so we don't, don't really know but they assume they assume that that's what's, what that's for if, why would men be going after know. her parents too? I don't know. Obviously it's some sort of trap for them so um, however another man uh, one who was hiding in the attic had come down and grabs her from behind. Sibby goes crazy so Addie manages to shoot one with this little like pen gun she has um, and break sure. the wrist of another. Oh. Zade finishes him off. Um, but unfortunately. Now that all the people are dead. They turn around and realize that. Her mom got shot by a ricochet bullet. So they take her to their private surgeon. And Addie's dad. Just goes off on them all being criminals. He doesn't want to be associated with them. And all of that. Um, we find out that she will be okay. But um, her. Addie's dad won't let. Addie see her mom or anything um they had actually since the accident uh, accident, but your wife's a criminal since the since um since everything went down they had been working on their relationship and it was starting to to go a little bit better um now she can't see her at all so um Addie is upset that she can't see her dad so she also uses that to push Zade away yet again Mm. um but she really goes too far this time and he turns around and walks out. And she's like, she panics and is like pacing back and forth. She's like, God damn it, Addy, why do you always have to speak up? And uh she finally goes after him. And he's like, he so he calls her a liar because she is. She oh. she tends to say things that she doesn't mean, like no Zade she's like yes I want it <laughs> and all that and um he he's like you don't get a rip away the one thing like if you were giving me your love like you know that is the one thing um it it was mentioned a few times throughout the books like he's like I can take everything from you except your love that is the only thing you can, that you I can you only get if you give it, you. it to me
1: yeah
0: and he's like you you don't get to just take that away or like dangle it yeah willingly you know and so to punish her she and she she she's ready for it she knows it's coming um he ties her to a tree with his belt around her neck
1: not what they're, I was expecting they're, they're out
0: there when she she went to go find him he intentionally went out into the woods and he grabs a branch and whips her <laughs> before finally fucking her obviously if you can do the page for 591 this is crazy 591 591 it gets real wild the
1: hand holding my hip slides up to my stomach his fingers digging into my skin would this being swollen with my child make you stay he asks I don't like the way we said that. It's fine. Oh, it gets worse. He asked darkly, then groaning as if overcome with bliss from the thought. My mouth parts, my attention split between his almost threatening words and the way he's moving inside of me. Uh... <laughs> Somewhat of a response, but it sounded more like a moan. Maybe one day I squeak out, almost coughing, when the belt constricts against my windpipe. He withdraws to the tip, then seats himself completely inside me, his pelvis grinding into mine. I choke and my eyes nearly roll from how full I am. Hot breath fans across my ear and it feels like a warning. I wasn't asking permission, baby. Would you stay or would you run off with my child? I'm so disappointed by his line of questioning. (laughs) It takes me a moment to catch up. My heart drops and I gasp both from his implication and from him grinding against me again, his pelvis stimulating my clit just the right way. You, I have the IUD. Okay, you are not playing this game properly, <laughs> I say. I. It would be difficult to tamper with that, not unless he physically pulled it from my body. Do, do you, he murmurs, his voice deep, low, and cha- challenging. What the fuck? I didn't read, but my brain, I think, understands (laughs) what's about to happen. Yo, Zayt's crazy. Um, Do you, he murmurs, his deep voice, low and challenging. He poses the question in a way that suggests he knows the answer to that question better, better than I do. My nails dig into his shoulder, and when realization begins to set in, I push at him. Of course he resists against me, a steel fortress that even a nuclear bomb couldn't crumble. Well, that feels dramatic you didn't i snap you sleep so heavily sometimes i don't like this he responds pressing deeper into me as i try to shove him back he slides out again before slamming into me once more drawing a mix between a moan and enraged gasp zade i warn voice shaking he groans against me now steadily fucking me Will it make you stay, he questions again. I turn my head toward him, training my glare on him, despite the clone of pleasure swirling deep in my stomach. Taking in my expression, the fucker has the audacity to smile. You're not asking if a baby will make me stay. You're asking if I'd stay if you forced a pregnancy on me, I bite out. The hand supporting our weight against the tree slides down until it's leaning on the belt strap, causing it to tighten and cut off my air supply. I choke, but he doesn't let up. My eye, oh nope, his eyes are wild, and it's now I wonder how my words could affect him so deeply. Whoa. He does the worst thing sometimes, and yet here I am, wrapped around him, even as he threatens me. Am I still worth loving, little mouse? He asks through gritted teeth. I attempt to swallow, but it gets stuck in my throat. Fuck, the asshole really brings out the worst in himself, and he does it without any remorse, bearing all those dark parts on a silver platter, challenging me on if I'm going to accept it or not. Darkness looks at the edges of my vision, but I give him the truth. I nod my head answering both of his questions. He is worth loving, and I would stay. Um, why is that what I feel is too far? <laughs> Everything he's done, I'm like, taking out her ID, that's where... Okay, is that the one? One of them goes in your skin, one of them's in your vagina. The
0: vagina one. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I was like, there's no way he, like, opened her skin up and yeah. she did
0: not feel that. Well, no, especially because, so, fun fact, I had on, which is the arm one. Right. And when I got it replaced for the second one, because it lasts, like, three years, she literally was having to, like, cut through scar tissue that forms around it because there's a foreign object in your body that's not supposed to be there. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's like,
1: there's no way he did that while she was sleeping. She yes. Um, I guess we'll talk about that in the review episode. We sure will, we
0: sure will. Icky. Icky. So, um, she says that she would stay with him, she loves him, he's worth it, and he lets her down, and he's like, by the way, I didn't take it out, it's just, you know, it's still there, you're good.
1: (laughs) That really stressed me out.
0: (laughs) So, they, um, track down two of Claire's partners and ambush them on their private jet. Um, If
1: he kills Rio guys, I'm going to be pretty
0: upset. Addie shoots one in the knee and then their idea is that the other one, they are going to have Claire, uh, they're going to call Claire. They're going to have the partner call Claire to be like, I have Z and Addie. Floor, you. Oh,
1: know. as a trap.
0: Yeah, so Addie ties Zade up to the chair and it's getting oh. a little hot and, they <laughs> hot like and heavy. A
1: little too much. They have
0: a whole audience. It's great. Um, and then she asks one of his men to tie her up and he's like you're Be gonna, careful with her. You're going to get me killed. <laughs> um, Can I look for a hair tie real fast? I don't know yeah. why I started this journey without a yeah. hair tie. I don't know either. I think
1: there should be one literally right here.
0: Michael takes the picture of the uh, Host- off the partner's hostages. form phone, yeah, and sends it to Claire phone. that they've been caught. Uh, oh no! Oh <laughs> no! Claire. <laughs> so Claire shows up, and obviously she knew that it was a, uh, a ploy. She's like, "There's no way these crusty, dusty old men could actually catch us." Crusty, dusty, and so she has this wild plot and she's like z we can work together oh no you can bad. create technology to implant in people's brains that we could essentially control them Ew. and that way there would be no problems ever in the world and he's like you bitch <laughs> so um after some some back and forth and all that Addie's over it she gets up let's slits her throat. Oh, wow. And, um... Just a ghost. I, I don't know the context of how this happens. I don't know if there's, like, a... a there was, like, an explosion planted to kill the rest of Claire's oh, men because she brought yeah. her own team. Um, and so Zayd throws her body into the fire where she, she officially, officially dies. Oh, good. Yay. So Claire is now dead. Woo! Um except also they do have a conversation at one point i don't think i made note of it but um he is fully intent on on killing rio and oh uh,
1: if she lets him kill rio i'm gonna be mad at her too she
0: she um she actually says no like she makes the choice to to not have him killed good and that um that's all i'll say about that for now so uh does he kill him anyway her oh, I'm so scared for Rio. <laughs> her mom finally comes to visit, um, and she's being helped by a oh God, um staying. neighborhood friend's son named Craven. Uh, wild, wild name, but it makes sense. You gotta give it a second. Sure. Um, so they they visit the house, and um, Addie is back to finally writing her books, and they they're on pretty good terms. Uh. Kevin is on a
1: bicycle with our food. Um
0: oh amazing a
1: Bicicleta. A Bicycleta. <laughs> okay, sorry.
0: Um and so when her mom and craven are finally visiting her at the house, uh Sybil comes downstairs and she looks That's at craven sweet. and she's like, What are you doing here? Oh, she knows craven Clearly they know
1: craven's from the, the 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 cult. Yeah, I was like, plot.
0: <laughs> so at the epilogue um oh. we find out like we said addy's back to writing her and her mom are on better terms sybil and craven absolutely just disappear well they're in love don't know or what that's about uh there's like a final scene where zade gives her anal don't know why that's like included, <laughs> but like the most tame weird thing to throw in there yeah um, and also Rico writes her a note, uh, if you could turn to, it, I don't know what page it's on, but you it's sort of there. Rio. Yep. 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 Like,
1: who's Rico? <laughs> Autocorrect. <laughs> Rocco and Rio. Rocco. Rico. I'm Rocco sorry, Did by you tacos? tell me a page number?
0: Nope. I sure didn't, but it's, right. it's there. Oh, oh, I found it. Yep. <laughs> okay, I, found I was like, you Loss- know, it when you see it. Yeah. You'll know. You'll know.
1: Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I don't like the way he, he signs off I don't know what you did to convince him and I don't really want to thank you for saving Katerina and keeping okay. her safe but fuck you for sparing my life especially because I think you did it to fucking spite me and I can't even blame you for that
0: stay safe princess so, I do not want to die because now he has to live knowing all, all the things he did yeah but he did it for his sister yeah but does that like fully justify like not not justify but that doesn't erase the things that you've correct. done
1: correct correct but i think most people cool. would do bad things to correct. save somebody the they, love. That they love
0: yeah i but mean then you have to does live with bad doing things his, just things.
1: for fun so
0: that 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 yep
1: mm-hmm. at least he's doing it for a good cause so
0: that is where book two ends is she writing more I don't know. Well, this that's what crazy. with the Sybil disappearing. I'm like, there has to be more. Yeah, she. Doesn't there was just no disappear. point to that. So, um we are going to get our food and sit down and film the review episode. So make sure you're following, subscribing. Uh, and we're gonna can... talk. We we have a lot to talk about. uh Our thoughts on this book. Yeah, a lot going on. Oh yeah. <sighs> oh yeah. So thank you for joining us on that roller coaster.
1: Mm-hmm. thank you so much if you enjoyed this episode thanks a lot Rachel. Feel free to leave us a review and let us know what book suggestions you have
0: we would love to hear your thoughts comments and questions so you can always email us at bookandbottlepodcast at gmail.com you can also follow us on
1: instagram at bookandbottlepodcast where you can see what episodes are coming out next vote on books for Callie to read see some behind the scenes content see who
0: we're collabing with all that are reels we filmed. <laughs> so until next time, books down and bottles up. It's
1: like, it's like pretty warm, which is still disappointing every oh. time it